If I told you that there was only one thing you needed to do that could immediately improve the productivity of your people, would you want to know what that one thing was? Of course you would. Well, here's what that one thing is. It's making a decision every single day that you're going to improve the morale of your people. In other words, I think that this should be the number one objective every time you meet with your people or when you're with your people. Now, you might be thinking, you're crazy, Bruce. Like, you have no idea all the things that I have to do. I totally get that. But remember, what is your job as a leader? Your number one job as a leader is to produce results through other people, right? Let's take that as a given. That's your job. You hire people to produce results. So if your job is to produce results through other people, let me ask you this question. When people have high morale, take the same set of people, same skill set, same comp capabilities, and their morale is high, do they produce better or worse? <laughs> better, always. If you take that same group of people and they have the same skill set, same you know, abilities, same uh, job description, etc., you take that same group of people and their morale is low, do they produce well or produce poorly? Poorly, all the time. In other words, morale is the single greatest factor on the productivity of your people. And if your job is to create leverage, then the number one job you should have every single day is how do I increase the morale of my people so that they're going to produce at a higher level? That makes you a success. You want to know how to be a success as a leader? Focus in on morale every single day. Now, the cool part about focusing on morale is that morale really only has two things to it. You can either decrease morale or you can increase it, right? There are things in your environment or that you're doing or someone else is doing that are detracting from people's morale, and there are things that can enhance it. But when it comes to solving any problem in life, it's always easier to fix the problem than to add something else. Like it's subtraction before addition. If there's a detractor and you add something else, the detractor is still going to take away. So the fastest way to solve any problem is to get rid of whatever is creating the problem in the first place. So now the question becomes, when you walk into your workplace or your people come in um, or you're coming uh, on Zoom or whatever your virtual network might be, your number one question should be, what is there that's detracting from morale right now? And then how can I fix that and turn it around today to be able to improve morale? Because morale's high, people are gonna produce at a higher level. Morale is low, they're gonna produce at a lower level, regardless of their skill set. Doesn't matter if they're an A player, B player, C player, D player, everyone produces better when morale is high. So then the question becomes, what should I be thinking about? Like what kind of things could be detracting? Well, I'm gonna give you seven categories right now that you can just walk through in your mind and you can use these to help you figure out where the problem might be. And once you know what the problem is, it's easy to figure out the fix. You just gotta identify what the problem is. So I'm gonna give you seven questions and they're gonna be easy to remember and uh, write them down if you need to, uh, but these should guide you for the rest of your time of leading. So number one, the first thing you should always ask is, is this a me problem? In other words, anytime there's a problem out there, you should always look internally and say, what part do I, as the leader of this company, as a leader of this department, contribute to the problem out there? Like, number one should always be, what do I contribute to the problem? And when it comes to you, it can be lots of things. And we're not going to go through all of them, but one of them, for example, might be that you're not really motivated yourself. You're not walking in with energy, and that's a real problem. In fact, let me tell you a story about how I learned this years ago back in my old pastoral days. It was probably around 94, 95. Uh, we had been growing at 30 to 40% per year, and springtime was always a growth time. And this one spring, we 
started, we ran the playbook, did all the things we normally did, and we went flatlined. Now, that was a problem for me because I'm a growth guy, so I'm trying to figure out, like, what happened? Like, we did all the right things. I'm asking people. No one has ideas. So I'm sitting down with my staff, and I said to them, like, I've been checking around. Is there something that I don't know that I'm unaware of? And one of my staff people said, Bruce, I think the problem might be you. Now, I have a rule that you never confront back when somebody confronts you. So I just asked a question, which, by the way, I think you should do the same thing. I just said, so help me understand, why do you think that to be true? And he said, because you've been burned out lately, and I think you underestimate, this is the key phrase, I think you underestimate how much the rest of us drag our energy from you. And as soon as he said that, I thought, he's right. Like, that person was absolutely right. That was the problem. And that was the day I realized that as a leader, when I'm with my people, I don't have the right to be down. It doesn't matter how many things are on my plate. It doesn't matter how, many, how much I might be stressed out. It's all irrelevant. When I'm with my people, my job is to produce results of those people. They draw energy from me. I need to have my energy up. In fact, I'll tell you, the single fastest way to be able to improve morale anyway, anywhere is for the leader to just get more energized, be happier, be up when you're with your people, be thrilled about where your company's going, what's happening, because when you're down, they're all down. When you're up, they're up. So the single first thing I do is like, where's my energy level? Am I bringing my A game here? Am I up or not? That's just one thing. It could be that uh, your people lack clarity. Frequently, when people don't know what they're supposed to be doing, morale goes down. And you might be thinking, well, of course they know what they need to do. Ask them. Because in most cases, people don't know exactly what you want them to do, what results they're responsible for. You think they know, but they really don't know. There's a lack of clarity there. That happens all the time. Sometimes it's a lack of information. You as the leader have all the information. You know everything that's going on in the company. They have no idea. They don't know if you're making money, you're losing money. They don't know if you're going to be in business six months from now or two years from now. They don't know what's happening with employees. Like They don't know anything, and so frequently, the fastest way to be able to improve morale is just to start communicating more frequently. Like You can't over-communicate in a company. Uh, the more that you're sharing with your people, the more that they're in the know, the more morale is going to go up. That might be the problem. It might be that they just don't believe you care about them. And it's easy for you as a leader to think, I've got all these things to do, and I'm taking care of this and this and this and this, and they just don't believe you care. And if they don't think you care, that's a major problem. I've literally seen companies completely turned around when I suggested to them they need to start practicing MBWA, managing by wandering around. And if you're not familiar with that, you're just taking the first 10 or 15 minutes of the day and you're just walking around the plant or your office, just checking with people, finding out what's going on in their lives. How was the weekend? You know, how was their kid's soccer game? Hey, how's your mom doing? I know she was in the hospital. Is she doing any better now? All those little short 10 to 15 minute things, those little conversations that let people know that you actually care about them as people, within weeks, you can completely turn around the morale of a company. It's amazing how fast that can take place. And guess what? It has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with you. Sometimes they just need some encouragement. They, they, you, know, you might be thinking, hey, I got all this and they only have to do three things and they're complaining. Forget that. It's irrelevant. They just need to be encouraged because that encouragement will raise their morale. Like You just have to be thinking every single day, what am I contributing to the problem here? And if morale is low, I need to figure out what do I need to change. Identify where the problem is, then do the opposite of that. I mean, pretty simple stuff there, right? So you can improve morale real quickly by just focusing on what can I change about me and how I work as the leader of this company and you can change morale. So that's number one. Number two follows right from that, and that would be, is management the problem? 
it's not me that's the problem. It might be management the problem, right? Because you've got now you've got leaders of departments, or you've got a C-suite of people, or you've got some kind of leadership thing where you've got people underneath other people on your team. And when that happens, it might be that you're doing all the right things, but they might not be. Or maybe you've got two departments that are doing really well and one that's really not. Well, then you need to go back over and find what, what's that one leader not doing. Maybe they're a micromanager. And you need to help them realize that micromanaging is not you know, the right way to do things. Or maybe they're delegating the responsibility, but not delegating the authority and the responsibility. So maybe they're dumpers instead of delegators. So you'd have to figure out, how do I help fix that in order to be able to fix the system? Because until that's fixed, people are not going to have high morale. So if it's not you and it's not your management team, then you go down to number three and say, is the problem them? And sometimes the answer is yes. It might not be you and it might not be your management team, but it might be some of them. I've gone into companies where you've got you know, two key players who are fighting, and not only are they fighting, now they're drawing in you know, other people into their sphere so to be able to say, hey, you know, they're really bad and they're really bad and they're bad and they're bad. And you've got these internal fights going on and clicks are developing. You gotta fix that. Like you can't allow any of that to exist. You gotta fix it immediately. And that's why I tell you when, that you need to be thinking about this on a daily basis because what most leaders do is they let that thing you know, sit around for weeks and months. Like You need to deal with it right away, every single day. If I know that that's creating a problem in morale, like I'm solving it today, not tomorrow, today. Um, there are all kinds of employee problems. Uh, one that happened in a company I was working with, uh, they were all introverts. And I said, you know what, I think what we need to do is to turn morale around here, we need to hire some extroverts. And so the next couple of hires were extroverts. And guess what? It changed the whole environment because now people were connecting in ways that they didn't before. Now people were enjoying working at the place because someone cared about, hey, let's get together after uh, work and let's go to you know, happy hour, et cetera. Like they started having social things happen. People started talking in the office, completely changed because they had an employee problem, which was they're all introverts, they needed some extroverts. Like, just start thinking about what could be happening on the employee level. So that's number three. So remember, these are in order. Start with you, then with your management team, then with them. Number four would be, is this a systems problem? And there are lots of bad systems that create people's uh, angst and low morale. And uh, maybe it might be the way you schedule work and people are really ticked off about the scheduling process. Well, once you identify that, you know, hey, we gotta fix the way we're scheduling people. Or maybe it's the way people have to request vacation. Like, we need to fix that system because until that system is fixed, people are gonna be ticked off. One of the things that I always recommend leaders do is they have a stupid systems meeting at least once, if not twice a year. Get all the people in your company together and just say, hey, judgment-free zone, what are all the stupid systems that we have here in our company? Uh, you'll be sh shocked once you give them freedom how many stupid systems they're going to talk about um, or technology or something. You'll be shocked at all the things that will come up. And, uh, and some of them, will, you'll just go like, I never knew that. Well, now you do. And the cool part is if you put this up in a wall someplace, if you're in a physical place, or you put it up in a document if you're uh, all virtual, and then you start checking off the things that you've actually done, you'll you'll be shocked at how much morale will go up. Not only because the thing that was annoying them has now been fixed, but the cool part is they realize that their leaders actually listen to them and they actually act on that. And that will raise morale itself. So number four would be, is it a systems problem? So it's, is it a me problem? Is it a management problem? Is it a them problem? Is it a system problem? Number five, I'd say, is it a developmental problem? And what I mean by that is that no one likes to feel like they're just a widget. Like there's something in a system 
and it doesn't really matter and you can replace them and just pull in and put out and no one cares about it. Like you're just utilizing them for their time. No one likes that feeling. So sometimes the reason morale is low is because no one's developing that person. Everyone wants to know that somebody wants to invest time, effort, and energy in developing that person and helping them be the best version of themselves. So the more that you're investing time or somebody else is investing time or one of the other leaders is investing time, mentoring those people, helping them, developing them, giving them new skill sets, giving them a developmental path, helping them realize that they can actually grow in the company, they can get into a new position or they can make some more money. All of that will raise morale. But when people feel like they're just a widget, morale goes way down. You need to let them know that you're not, there's this value exchange and I'm going to help you be a better version of you. And no matter how long you're going to be here, you're going to be the best version of you here because we care about your development. That will raise morale all the time. Uh, number six on the list then would be, is it an environmental problem? Is it an environmental problem? Uh, since you know the early 1900s when they started doing... Uh, psychological experiments on people in the workplace, we found pretty quickly that you can change morale simply by putting paint on a wall, okay? So if you're looking at your workspace or the technology and the tools people have, just looking at those and just saying, hey, is there anything that we need to fix here? I've watched companies where people are down all the time because, well, we can't access the drive because the technology's not working well, or they're in a place that it's too cold and uh, the boss is not paying attention to that. People are just freezing. They don't even want to be there because they're so cold. Or the opposite, they're so freaking hot that they, they just don't even want to be there. Or it could be that the sound is too loud or that there's no sound at all. Like there's nothing happening in the place. Like it's just too quiet. So all those environmental factors, you know, the fact that there's, uh, you know, the bathroom is a mess. Like just clean up the bathroom, invest some money in making sure you have a nice bathroom system, making sure that the rugs aren't torn and that there aren't coffee spills every place and putting a new coat of paint up. So many of those environmental things are inexpensive. They don't take a whole lot of time. In fact, they can even be a project for the team to work on together and give them a paid day and you fix it, clean up the place and all of a sudden morale's way up. So sometimes it's an environmental factor. And so now you've got six of them. The last one is just the catch-all other one. Like the first six, you're going to catch 95-plus percent of all the things that are hindering morale. But, uh, you know, there's that small percentage, maybe up to 5%. It could be a comp issue, for example. Uh, but you then you have to keep digging. But my guess is if you ask those first six, you're probably going to figure out what the problem is pretty quickly. Is it a me problem? Is it a management problem? Is it a them problem? Is it a system problem? Is it a developmental problem? Or is it an environmental problem? Those six will solve you most of the time. And then you just got the seventh one if it doesn't hit in one of those first six. So now you know what to do. This is all predicated on one really important thing that you believe to the core of your being that the number one task you need to do every single day is raise morale. Because morale is high, productivity soars. And when productivity soars, then you're a success as a leader. Your job is to produce results for other people. So every day when you go to the workplace, just say, how's morale today? And what can I do to improve morale? If you start thinking that way, you become a much better leader and you'll get better productivity out of your people. Everyone's going to love working there. Your retention's going to go up. Profits are going to go up. Revenue will go up. Everything gets better when morale is high. On the flip side, of course, when morale is low, everything gets worse. It's really your choice. My suggestion, make it your number one priority every single day. So what do you need to do this week to improve morale in your workplace? Once you get that, start executing on it and start building from there. So I hope you enjoyed 
this episode of Growth School. Um, if you haven't subscribed yet by YouTube or podcast, however you're listening to it, make sure you subscribe because week in and week out, my commitment to you is to bring you relevant, practical ideas that can help you grow and scale a self-operating business that can double every 12 to 36 months. So until our next episode of Growth School, I wish you well to your accelerated success. Bruce out.